10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. This is The Daily Happy. It is Friday, April 22nd. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. That's right. And if you want to be there for us, you can check us out on our Instagram at This Is The Daily Happy or on our Twitter at This Is The DH. Click on our links in bio there to check out everything that we're offering, including our affiliate links this week. It's Omaze. Check them out to win some cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. Allison and I are once again dealing with gremlins in our equipment. You know. Well, you know what's funny is that it's just inconsistent the way everything talks to each other. And I feel like humans should be the inconsistent ones and machines should be the consistent ones. But maybe it's like a weird, like full circle of life, right? Like eventually. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like eventually the robots aren't going to be it's it's like basically what if we had to go full circle and then all of a sudden computers and stuff don't work anymore and we have to go back to the times where you write letters and you have to mail things because things just – and then it circles back. Like what if all of the world is just this big circle, you know, and things are going to start not communicating and working? So does that make you less or more frustrated when machines don't work? Like are you like – oh, well, this is the way it's supposed to be. Or do you say, ah, we're never, why don't you work? Like, which one are you? Well, I think if it was across the board that nobody's stuff worked, that I'd be all for it. Because basically I'm always ready for the apocalypse because I I would love for my only goal in life to be to survive. Because what I are feel you like talking about? It would take the pressure off of anything. If I didn't have to worry about making money, if I didn't have to worry about like freaking social media and and like making like, you know, oh, we got to do this and I got to do that and I got to be this person. If all I had to worry about was keeping me and my family alive because there was no social media and there was no electronics and there was nothing. It was like root of the earth. You just had to live like it. But if everyone was like that, I'd be all for it. But well, why don't you just not be on social media? Then? Because then that's not how the world works. It would have to everyone across the world. It have to be like you know the Walking Dead type scenario where because everyone... you'd have wait, hold on, because you'd have FOMO. No, not even FOMO, but because I wouldn't. I would be living in a world that doesn't exist. Like the world yeah, but that why exists do you, right now. Why do you have to be on social media? I, I mean that as a real question. Oh like, well, because why do you it's part feel of... you have to be on it? Well, because it's part of I'm trying to get jobs and I'm trying to book myself in commercials and I have to show that I like have okay. a presence. It's because of no, what that's I do. that's the same. That's the same reason I'm on social media. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, no, I'm just I'm just curious. Yeah, because it's all I business. because here's the thing: you say like, oh, I all I want to do is survive, but you love making your TikToks. You love being on social media. So I'm you'd have no no time to be creative. There'd be not, none of that would be in your life. Because that's only a luxury if you're not spending your time trying to survive. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. And with I that. don't, no, you're not. <laughs> I think I am. No, you're really not. I don't think you are. I think you'd be okay with it for like six months. And then I, oh, I think you'd be like, you'd be like, I need to create something. And you would start making like paper dolls <laughs> out of something. <laughs> and you'd, you'd make like, uh, I'd probably make those, like, like a traveling band or something. You'd make like stop motion photography happen. Cause yeah. you wouldn't have like a thing or a flip book. 
you'd start creating flip, flip books. Book. Yeah, draw. <laughs> yeah, anything, anything to make like I, I just don't know, Ali. You have I so know. many storyboards in your head at any it's given very time. True. I, I don't trust that you wouldn't need that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying you wouldn't like to like live on a farm sometime for like a day. That's true. And then because I also, real life. Well, let's be clear. Have you ever planted anything? No, no, no. Right. Yeah. Have no. you ever, uh, have you ever processed an animal after killing it to feed yourself? Oh no. And I feel like that wouldn't necessarily be my job in the commune. Like I would definitely have to like surround myself with people of lots of different skill types. What would your job be in this commune? I think I would be like like the person who makes decisions. Like I would be the one who people. Oh, come you just to want to, to be like, in charge. You just vent. want to be in charge. People are venting. Pardon. You want to have. You want to be in charge of a commune, but not plant or make the food. Yeah. I want, well, I would help. I would be like, hey, what can we? Hey, if they're like, hey, the soil's not great here. I'm like, okay, let's talk about it. Five minutes. So <laughs> what's like? You just want to be the nice commander of only nice people who do all the stuff for you. The nice commander of the nice world. I mean, that's, I mean, wouldn't we all love to be the nice commander of the nice world? Like, Listen, yeah, that's why duh. I said it's, it's not going to happen. This is you know, <laughs> basically what I want is someone to cast, to cast me in a movie. So I just get to live it for like three months and watch it whenever I want. But I don't actually have to do it. I think that's really what it is. Oh, like cast in a survival movie. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, yeah. Because then you actually just go back to your hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> But exactly. for the but for part of the day, you look like really rugged, and you're like wiping sweat from your brow. Yeah, with and then like, you could watch it back. Yeah, and you're like, look how rugged I was. Uh huh. Digging in the thing, not knowing that there's like a PA with a blanket standing right behind you, and as soon as they say cut, they like wrap you in it. They're like oh bringing you God, your UGGs and so your water. Funny. A PA with a blanket. You know it's oh, true. It is true. It's very true. God, okay. Do you want to talk about a story? Let's do it. Okay. Well, I have, uh, CNN came out with an article a couple of days ago mm-hmm. about five unusual airlines that really existed. And I needed to bring them to your attention. Oh, okay. So basically what happened was there in the late seventies, the U S government deregulated airlines and it was very easy for new airlines to appear. It was cheaper. It was easier, whatever. So a lot of these like specialized airlines appear yeah. such as hooters air uh, oh like from hooters yeah i've never heard of that uh me either the um the hooters girls yeah. were the flight attendants wearing the tank top and orange shorts oh my gosh they did trivia games they did prizes they it, did not for serve actual food. people yeah it wasn't for like the CEOs. The airline was based in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. But then they 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 closed. They, they couldn't make yeah, it yeah, work, yeah, yeah, yeah. surprisingly. Uh, there was also Pet Airways, which was exclusively dedicated to pets or passengers, as they oh, call them. Wait, exclusively like the people couldn't even fly or it was people and their pets? Well, it was basically meant for people to transport their animals in a nicer way than normal airlines. But no, there were no people seats. Okay. I like that. I do too. I do too. And it's, it's, it's like customized, right? So like it's, it's a nice, comfortable ride for your animal and yeah. it's basically carriers instead of seats. That's awesome. I love that. It's hoping they hope to come back mid 
2022. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Yes. Two. Okay, three. then there's one that you would never be able to take, Allison. Okay. Um, this one is devoted to finance missionary work. I didn't even know that was a thing. It was founded in 1985 and it was called, it's, it's gone now. It was called the Lord's airline, Uh no alcohol, Bibles and Torahs instead of in-flight magazines and only religious movies on show. Whoa, that's intense. And it was to go from Miami to Jerusalem, Miami to Israel. And that's it. (laughs) So it was for, it was for religious pilgrims looking to reach the Holy land. That's crazy. I had never heard of any. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, if you know, yeah, they they didn't do well. It's over. Yeah. Um, and then there was Smokers Express and Smint (gasps) Air. Wait, they could smoke. (laughs) It was. It required it. So listen, this one did not take off, but it was full. It was full announced and everything like this was a real thing, but it required a $25 membership fee. It was only open to people over 21. It was going to be based, of course, in Florida. Uh The plan was to offer steaks and burgers on board with a side of free cigarettes. Ew. Yeah. The guy who wanted to start it was going to call it... um, Smokers International Airways or Smint Air. The person who was going to start it smoked 30 cigarettes a day Ugh. and wanted to launch a service between Tokyo and Dusseldorf. Oh um, what? Wait, where? Dusseldorf in, in uh, Germany. I've never heard that word. Ten, Dusseldorf, nine, Dusseldorf, eight, Dusseldorf. Eight, Dusseldorf. Oh. Seven. Yeah. Six, anyway, five, uh, four, yeah, you can't smoke on airplanes. So I'm sorry, two, everybody, but one, that's America. 